is that they really don't know what they should be doing and that they need help. And they always hesitate in their voicemail, like, I'm just really looking for some nutritional guidance. (laughs) You know, they just, they don't know, they don't know where to begin. And so that's where I really like to come into play. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome, everyone. It's so great to have you with us this week. Today, we have another guest with us. And if you want to meet with a registered dietitian and gain knowledge about foods to help meet your nutritional needs or help you with a medical condition such as diabetes, prediabetes, food allergies, and more, the first place you may have been referred to is from your doctor. You may have tried going through the hospital setting and sometimes that process can be a little complicated. But you can even make the connection with a dietitian in the retail setting. Dietitians have been in grocery stores for what I would say almost 20 years. I think a little bit more. The job opportunities have ebbed and flowed through the years, but they are still providing exceptional services to their customers. And today I'm talking with Hy-Vee dietitian Ashley Danielson. Hy-Vee grocery stores are located in the Midwest, but there are many other retailers across the country that provide similar services. And make note, a dietitian may be referred to as a nutritionist, but not all nutritionists are dietitians. There are many differences between education and legal differences between the two titles. So if you want some more information, reach out to me. I would be happy to share that information with you. But on this episode, we talk about a variety of services, a retail store dietitian, and how they connect to more people that need help and answer questions from simple nutritious meal planning ideas to managing blood sugars for diabetes, to food allergies, and so much more. Our guest, Ashley, loves to educate customers and clients in a fun and lively setting with simple ways to incorporate delicious food into everyday life. And as a food and nutrition expert, Ashley is dedicated to helping people live healthier and happier every step of the way. Join us for this conversation. Um, Ashley, how about you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, thanks for having me today. Uh, My name is Ashley Danielson. I'm a registered dietitian and I work for Hy-Vee. So a retail grocery store located in eight states throughout the Midwest. And I'm on the corporate dietitian team. Love it. Uh, Give us a glimpse of what a retail dietitian does. I know you cover so many jobs, but... Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, um, so in-store dietitian is a little different from where I am now. When I started with Heidi, um, and I've been with Heidi for almost four years now, um, I started at the Johnston Heidi 
and was there for six months. And then I helped open the West Des Moines Heidi Health Market. And um, really, those roles were very similar to each other. A lot of my job there was being on the floor and talking with customers. Um, I remember actually during my one of my community rotations, I was at a different Hy-Vee for three weeks, and it was a very clinical store. And so I was used to meeting with clients back to back and doing some store tours. But when I started with Hy-Vee, my director walked me on the floor, and he said that most of my day would entail just you know, doing sales and talking with customers, asking them if they needed help, which I'm a people person. Um, so that wasn't hard, but it was still out of my box because I had no idea what I was doing at all. And I really didn't receive like any training whatsoever when I, when I started. So that is how I learned. So the ins and outs of my job was really just, you know, hanging out in the aisles, talking with customers, looking at a lot of products, asking if they needed help. And then when I was asked to help open this new um, standalone store with a very big focus on health market, it was very much the same. It was a smaller store and a lot of it, you know, I did a lot of consultations, but a lot of it was being involved with the, um, the shoppers, um, you know, having them, you know, on tours or just doing different events in the store. We were also connected to an Orange Theory Fitness. And so I did a lot of events with them. I would pop over after their classes and give them some post-workout fuel. So that was super fun. Um, so that was the in-store piece of my job. And um, and then, gosh, almost two years ago, well, right when COVID was hitting February of 2020, um, Heidi formed a corporate team of dietitians. And so that's the team that I'm on now. So it is different, um, definitely different from being an in-store dietitian. So now I actually um, am connected to multiple stores and dietitian services. So instead of being on the floor, it's a lot more virtual consultations um, with shoppers, um, grocery shoppers from all of those stores. And the cool part about that is we've reached so many more people just because, and I actually have stores that are much bigger stores, but in some of the, you know, really small towns that still have a Heidi, there's not a dietitian there. And so we can still reach a lot of people that need help, which is great. Um, So consultations is um, part of my role, but also the marketing of our services and what we do as dietitians and the marketing could mean developing material, but it could also be you know, doing um, media segments with um, TV, radio stations, um, being part of a blog or a podcast, and even working with, you know, clinics or physicians on how we can help their patients. Um, Social media is another piece of that, of course. I'm on a committee for that. And then, you know, how do we play a role in um, e-commerce? So our online shoppers and how do we reach them as dietitians too? So, Um, my day is never the same. It definitely keeps me on my toes. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm never bored, which is a very good thing. (laughs) Tired, but not bored. (laughs) Yes, I am tired some days. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I try to find balance for sure. I'm, I'm not that good at it. It's actually something I'm really trying to work on. So how do you feel a dietitian's role in the retail um, where food is purchased? How do you feel that is powerful or impactful to the customer? So it really just depends on the type of the customer, you know, so you have customers that really don't care about, you know, the food that they're buying. They just need to buy food. 
Um, you have those that are on a low income budget, right? So that's where I think it starts also is people need to buy food, but they are not able to, you know, maybe buy as many groceries as they would hope. So we're able to reach customers in that arena um, by providing even just free store tours on what it looks like to um, purchase better for you options. I don't always like to say healthy, better for you options um, that still aren't extremely expensive, you know, so that's where, you know, if you can't always afford um, some of the fresh food, frozen and canned is still okay for you. And here's what you need to look for when you're looking for canned vegetables. You know, so just little things like that. Um, when it comes to other types of customers, you know, if they have food allergies or intolerances, or maybe they're just trying to make a lifestyle change. And, you know, I get plenty of voicemails from people and you can tell on the voicemail, their tone is that they really don't know what they should be doing and that they need help. And they always hesitate in their voicemail, like, I'm just really looking for some nutritional guidance. (laughs) You know, they just, they don't know, they don't know where to begin. And so that's where I really like to come into play. And I don't really have a lot of specialties still because I'm, I feel like I'm still a newer dietitian. Um, But I think just being able to connect that customer or that client with, hey, this is what it looks like to fill your plate with half, you know, half of your plate with fruits and vegetables. Here are some varieties that you can introduce. Um, Here's what it looks like to, you know, look at low sodium options. So just giving them the opportunity to um, get creative and have more ideas so they can be successful at home, I think is really where that connection is made. And there seems to be... Um, kind of this missing link that from the doctor or the uh, part of that medical treatment sometimes doesn't yeah. always carry into the nutrition prevention and um, maybe at the the retail store, you can kind of bridge yeah. that gap. Oh, yes. Yes. I actually, I think on Tuesday, I was Um, doing biometric screenings for employees and some customers. And I don't remember what topic we were discussing. Um, Oh, it was about kidney health. Somebody that I was working with had one kidney and he had questions about what he should focus on. And he said, well, my doctor just told me to Google it and I would find information. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's probably not the, the way we need to go. I can help you with this. Um, so every once in a while, I do talk with somebody who their uh, PCT or their specialist is very involved, actually, nutritionally, which I love. Um, and I do agree that there is, you know, there is a point of medications, um, you know, in certain situations. But just because you're, you know, pre-diabetes or you have some high blood pressure, you don't have to go on medication right away. I would love if they just said, you need to go work with the Hy-Vee dietitian and do a store tour or, you know, do a discovery session and figure out what program is best for you and see how they can help you. Let's do a trial run of three months and then come back and we'll see where you're at. I think that would make a really big difference in people's health. Um, I do have to say recently, I've had a lot of people 
and mostly during their biometric screening. So biometric screening, we're just poking their fingers, we're running some blood work, and we actually get their results back within five minutes so we can educate them. Um, but I have a lot of people tell me that they are trying to get off of medication and that they don't want to be on medication anymore, which I love hearing. They're, one, they're seeking out those choices um, to prevent that chronic disease. I love to hear that as a dietitian. Yeah. Long, long-term prevention. Love it. Long-term. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted mm-hmm. to point out there, I think you have a post here at the, where you have a mug that says, please do not confuse my Google search with my dietetics degree. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably like National Register Dietitian right. Day, I'm sure. But yeah, that's a big one. I mean, I understand that people, you know, they want a quick answer. They want a quick solution. We live in that type of a world right now. Um, but it is really hard when people just make decisions based off of what Google tells them, you know? And so if you can get help from a dietitian or a health professional, at least, I think that's, I know that's the way to go. Right. And even sometimes, Mm -hmm. uh, we all have our certain areas of dietetics that we are more specialized in and we can always refer them for, for that as well. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. So what type of health conditions or questions do you probably get the most of? Ooh, um, I would say a lot of just basic general health. Um, but also diabetes is, is pretty prominent. Um, and mostly like an older population, uh, when they're asking questions, um, a lot of food allergies and sensitivity is a lot of gut health, specifically low FODMAP. Um, I have gone through the certification process um, through Monash University for a low FODMAP. And so uh, there are a few of us um, on our team that have gone through that. So we work with quite a few clients with that. Um, but I would say those are, you know, and maybe even heart health for sure. Those are the really most popular ones. Every once in a while, you know, you got the kidney stone, you got, I had a client with dysphagia a couple of months ago. And, um, I mean, I worked with a client or a patient during my clinical rotation, um, on that, but I really had to, you know, do some research as to, you know, where all of that stands right now and, and provide some guidance. So that, um, that challenged me, which was a good challenge because I'm not used to that. Right. Um, I love seeing the intolerances, the gut health, because that's where it gets really tricky. And that's where you can mm-hmm. really guide them to the aisle because <laughs> you yeah. are the expert in knowing what products that you, that is available. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing with gut health too, um, is of course, it's a lot of what we're eating, but a lot of it is our lifestyle too. And there's so much research that the gut is connected to the brain, you know, and vice versa. And so when we talk about, okay, I, you know, maybe I have IBS or SIBO or something like that, there's always an underlying factor. And I think that can be hard with patients also is that they just because they're going through so much with their digestive system and they don't feel good, they want an answer um, that makes them feel better like tomorrow. And that's not, unfortunately, what the low FODMAP diet looks like. And I really try to dig a little bit deeper. Of course, what they're eating in their, you know, exercise routine. But um, what's your stress level like? You know, like how much coffee are you drinking every day? Because stress, 
you know, if you're high stress all the time, it can be highly linked to a lot of GI issues. And so sometimes I have to ask them questions that people aren't very comfortable with, but that's part of, of their journey and figuring out how they can feel better too. So it's not, of course, it's a lot of food, but sometimes you're more of a counselor some days. <laughs> right. And that's wonderful to hear you got that extra training on that because the low FODMAP was just something, you know, a couple pages within the the nutrition books um, around yeah. in your degree. And so there's so much that plays into that. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Yes. Um, so you were also saying you do virtual store tours. Um, mm-hmm. How does that go on a virtual basis? <laughs> it actually works out really well. So our team, um, we have a team of 30 dietitians on the corporate team, and then we have little committees broken out into specific mm-hmm. areas. So we have a team that works specifically on store tours, and they just created PowerPoints. Um, of actual pictures of the grocery store and then really it's broken down into food groups and we talk about specific items that pertain to topics whether it's general health heart health diabetes friendly um, you know great options for fueling for um, performance with exercise so they cover a lot of items and you know like some tours a lot of tours actually are an hour long so we go through a lot of detail and all of our tours are free, which is, I always tell people it's amazing because the amount of information that they get for free for 60 minutes is awesome. So, um, you know, if somebody, especially like if I have a client that, you know, needs some help, but maybe they can't afford to purchase a consultation or a package with us, at least start with a store tour and see what you can learn from there because it's so beneficial for people. Right. Cause what you're putting in your grocery cart does make a difference for their health oh, issues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then after that, they can just apply, you know, um, they get the uh, PDF of the slides afterwards. And so it's not like they're walking away and they don't know, you know, sometimes you watch or listen to something and you walk away and you're like, I have no idea what I just heard. They have the resources still and they will always have those documents with them so they can use it when they grocery shop too. Oh, so helpful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. You have uh, your Instagram and it's love your mm-hmm. bites. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit more about that handle. And why sure. So, that. I changed that a couple of years ago. I think it was just a personal, I don't even know what it was, probably part of my maiden name or something like that. And I changed it. Um, My Instagram is not focused specifically on, you know, being a dietitian, especially since I don't have my own business. But it's something where, um, you know, when I'm sharing a post or, you know, doing something that's related to dietetics, knowing that I am actually a dietitian, I think helps people because I want people to know that we're that food and nutrition expert. Um, But the love your bites really just came from, you know, really talking with people about being able to include all foods on their plate when they eat. And, you know, it's kind of like when you talk about on your podcast that there's so much stuff out there, there's so much conversation um, and not a lot of guidance. And so dietitians can really hone in on that. So when I'm talking with clients, really telling them, you know, hey, we, you know, let's say we're working on just eating better as a person and including more, you know, fruits and vegetables. That's a huge thing with people is 
when they tell me what they ate in a day, I literally will say, okay, I didn't hear you say one vegetable, you know, and the recommendation is five servings of fruits and vegetables. So how do we get more on your plate? You know, is it just instead of a piece of toast in the morning, what if we make scrambled eggs with some um, diced up peppers and spinach, you know, so just showing them how to include that component of those food groups, but then also at the same time, knowing that they can enjoy all foods um, and just having moderation and flexibility with it. I think that's really key. Um, many people come to me and they are so rigid um, you know, on themselves that they're just really not enjoying what, you know, what they're eating or what their lifestyle is. And if we try to bring a little bit more opportunity to still eat nutritious and nutrient dense food, but still enjoy it, I think it makes it more fun for them. So that's just what I try to do as a dietitian. You know, I love, um, if I could spend all day in the kitchen, I probably would. I'm not super creative in the kitchen. I wish I was, but if I can show people how to do that, based off of the programs that we offer, then that's just a huge part of, of, you know, my job. And, um, I always tell them, I, I can't go home and cook with you. I can guide you as a dietitian that can teach you all of these things, but I just want you to be successful in your life and to feel good about it. Um, and know that, you know, again, all foods fit. So, uh, you, you do one-on-one consultations, uh, any other group programs that you would like to highlight? Um, yeah, so we do one-on-one consultations. We also have a program called Begin, um, and this is kind of, we've revamped this in the past year, um, so really a lifestyle management program, and that is a, a virtual group program right now. Um, we have Healthy Habits, which is a menu planning program, which is very popular. I have a lot of clients doing that, and that just, their week is planned out. There's um, recipes, grocery lists. They don't really have to think about what's on their menu and it allows them to learn a lot about what it looks like, again, to fill your plate with nutrient-dense food. Um, what else? We mentioned store tours. We have biometric screening. And so a lot of different services that we offer as I bet that meal planning is very popular. That's what a it lot is. of people want and need, whether if they don't have any health issues, they just want to eat a nutritious meal. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And especially with families, you know, um, you have moms that, you know, are working full time and they need help just planning out what they're going to eat. Right. And I see your little cutie too, that on your, yes. on your post, um, yeah. as a young mother, how has that yes. changed, uh, within your dietetics profession, you know, um, whether it be nutrition focused or have you been kind of moving in different directions? Oh, well, life changes after you have a baby for sure. Um, I think I was like, I knew it would happen, but it is, I mean, it's amazing, but there are definitely some challenging and difficult days. So, um, but as a dietitian, I think that, you know, uh, actually when I was pregnant, I read um, a book called Real Food for Pregnancy and um, it's by Lily Nichols. Have you heard of it before? No. It's awesome. Um, she is like an amazing dietitian who has done a lot of research on the um, really guidelines for pregnant women and, and women really trying to conceive. Um, the, the current guidelines for 
um, you know, pregnancy, you know, intake is, is just not, it's not up to par, unfortunately. And so she brings a lot more research to readers, um, just what you should be eating while pregnant and then postpartum too. And so I started reading that while I was pregnant and that really changed my outlook on how I was feeling myself. Um, but then also I got, um, very interested in baby led weaning and knew, I remember I came home and told my husband like five months before I had my daughter, I was like, we're doing this. If you're comfortable with this, we're doing it. And we did it. Um, so that's been really cool as a dietitian to be able to bring my knowledge in. And I was not knowledgeable about, you know, feeding a baby, you know, strips of steak and having her suck the juice out. I mean, there, we've learned a lot as parents, but it's been really cool in my, just in my career involving her in what we eat. Um, she eats everything that we do. So we're, we don't do like the separate meals. Um, and she's now, she's 18 months. So she has a little learning power. So she stands at the island and helps us make dinner sometimes and she loves it. So <laughs> that to me has been really, I don't know, really eye-opening as a dietitian. And then it's also involves, you know, me helping other, you know, new moms or expecting moms and being able to talk to them about that nutrition education too, which I am really loving. I've tried to get more into the women's health arena just around that topic. It, it, there is a need for it. Yes. It's a, it's a hard, mm -hmm. hard one to navigate, to balance um, mm -hmm. being a mom. And then I think we need, I or I should talk for myself. I need more help uh, keeping that going sometimes because when you hit teenage, preteen, mm -hmm. those type of ages, it's not as cool anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I still remember being so proud when my oldest would grab a bag of broccoli out of the fridge and I'm yeah. like see yeah you just gotta expose them and then now it's like pulling yeah. teeth so <laughs> I know and we always joke so our daughter is she's a she's a little peanut but the amount of food that she eats I it's insane I mean all she does right now is like run around and sleep really hard and eat a lot of food and I asked her pediatrician I mean I was kind of like and as a dietitian you know like babies they can tell you when they're hungry and full and I was a little concerned and so I just said like she eats an exceptional amount of food and she shovels it in and I love her to death, but like, I don't know, we kind of have to cut her off. And when there's food on the table and she sees it, she just wants more. But when you put it away, it's fine. And so she just said, just know that in time, she'll probably, you know, not want to eat all of that nutritious food that you're feeding her. So she's just, she's stocking up. <laughs> right. Enjoy it now. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, what do you love about being a dietitian? Oh, gosh, I love so many things. <laughs> I feel like we all kind of have the same, you know, um, response of, yes, I, I really do love helping people. I think now as time has gone on, I think I really just love being able to, especially since I'm not like one-on-one -on -one consulting or in the store as much, probably just being able to still connect to people and, um, seeing that little light bulb switch in their head of, oh, hey, I understand how to do this now. So 
But even because my job entails more, you know, marketing and kind of like sometimes the backside of things and developing programs, still being able to do that to know how we can reach, whether it's customers or just the community um, and being able to develop that material, um, knowing that education behind the food and nutrition and how we can speak to people and just teach them more about, you know, choosing better options for their life. Putting the dietitian fingerprints on everything, right? Within the store. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, Yeah, I do like that. Any other last takeaways before we head on to our closing questions? Feel like, you know, if anybody that's listening that isn't a dietitian, you know, always reach out to a dietitian for those food and nutrition expert questions. Um, If you are a dietitian, you're listening. I think, you know, everybody's in their, you know, different pace of life, whether you're a brand new dietitian or you're a student or you've been a dietitian for, you know, 20 or 25 years. And I think just continuously learning as a dietitian is really, really big. And I try to keep doing that just to stay up with current research, but also just to kind of, you know, feel like I'm always a dietitian if I'm meeting with patients or I'm not. Um, and I can still, you know, progress in my career. Um, great. Then we'll head into our first closing question. If you were in a TV show, which one would you be in? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> oof, I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but my husband and I just, did just finish Schitt's Creek. And I have to say that is probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I think I would actually just love to be in that show just to for like the humorous piece of it. I don't know. They just have so much fun in it. And I think it'd be really fun to be part of that show. So. Right. Every meme that I see on Schitt's Creek, I'm like, yes, that's perfect. Spot on, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And after, I don't know, have you finished mm-hmm. all of the season? Yeah. So did you watch the, the, um, there was like the behind the scenes <gasps> of when they developed it. The best, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, I mean, it was very emotional actually. Uh-huh. And um, I just thought it was so fun to see their, you know, their real life characters. And like, well, they're just such amazing people right. behind those, you know, behind those characters too. Yes. And the family connections. I mean, I kind of knew that, but to see uh yeah. The brother and sister and the dad. It was like, oh. And the dad. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those behind the scenes type ones or the reunion yep. shows. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is one food someone has said a dietitian eats that? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people know that I like to indulge every once in a while, probably like any sort of a dessert, you know, I think if you're like with friends or, and it's not even with friends, it's like mostly like family that you don't see every, you know, so often like a family reunion, but like you eat that. Why would you be eating that? You're a dietitian. Why would you ever eat a cookie? And my response is because I want to. And because, yeah, I don't know. That's just because it's still part of my plan. Right. Um, I, yeah, and another one I would say is like donuts, which I actually don't eat a ton of donuts. I do like them. I just don't eat a lot of them. But uh, we moved a year ago and our realtor showed up the day before we moved with like a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. And I definitely enjoyed one. And she took a picture of me and posted it to her Instagram of like, well, these are dietitian approved. 
Yeah, they they are every once in a while. So, <laughs> um, do people do customers ever turn their cart away from you or not? <laughs> no, they don't. You know why? Because I shop aisles online, so they don't even see what I buy. <laughs> but every once in a while, I will shop in the store. I think just with COVID. I mean, we had our daughter right when COVID was hitting, and so that was just. I mean, it was just easy for us, of course, to get groceries that way. And it's easy for us now, but I do miss grocery shopping. Um, but when I go, it's like at eight o'clock at night by myself. And so it's probably, I'm, I don't run into anybody that I know, which is kind of nice. What is your favorite feel-good food? Um, I think, I would say pizza, but I don't think that's right. Um, maybe like a burger or a steak. Uh, with like a salad on the side and a good glass of red wine. That sounds wonderful. I love it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, with my second child, <laughs> I at lunch break, I would go to the Burger King and get a Whopper. <laughs> I hope people don't see me, but then I'm like, I don't care anymore. That is awesome. When you were when you were pregnant, when I was pregnant, yes, it was like the yeah. only thing that sounded good. Yeah, I was so sick, but um, yeah, I actually just a heavy dietitian just I went across to Burger King. So. Yeah, don't don't watch that person. I actually was kind of the same way when I was pregnant with Beta. Um, I had a weird thing with chicken. But, um, I craved burgers and, but like it, but it wasn't a Burger King. It was like, I either like out, like at a restaurant or, or grilled at home. Um, it was just, and I, when I, I didn't really have any like insane cravings, but it just sounded good. Right. And I feel like when I'm not pregnant, I'm not like, Ooh, no. a juicy burger sounds really good. Unless my husband's making me one, but. Yeah, it's just, it's funny how your body works like that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I must need it, right? You, we must, oh, absolutely. must do that. So, yeah, uh, best sure. or late, latest book you have read? Oh, well, I love reading. I've actually gotten back into reading, which is amazing. Um, so I mentioned The Real Food for Pregnancy. Um, I'm actually reading that again because I read it while I was pregnant and I'm reading it again. So I get back in tune with it so I can continue to help clients just because I, again, it's a need for people. And then I also am reading, I had to pull this up on Amazon, um, going along with hormones, complete guide to the menopause, um, which when it arrived at my house, my husband was like, so <laughs> do you need to tell me something? I was like, no, 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 no. I just heard it was a really good book. So I just reading it to read to, you know, learn more. Um, so I, where did I hear about that? Oh, um, Ian kind of had a guest on her podcast and they mentioned this book. And, um, so I ordered it just because I mentioned, I'm really trying to get more into women's health and it's not only, you know, trying to conceive and being pregnant and postpartum, but it's the whole other, other end of that concept of going through menopause and, you know, what your body is doing and how it's changing. So I'm trying to read about that too. I don't love, you know, like doing work stuff um, when I'm reading at night, but it's still enjoyable and I'm learning at the same time. So those are my two current books on my nightstand. Look at you. <laughs> right on, right on. It's the, only, it's the only time I can actually do two things at once like that. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> you got one extreme to the other, but all in with yes. women's health. I, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's so that's that. Thank great you for having to get to know on. you, and thank you so much. Yeah. Maybe this conversation has sparked some interest, and my goal is to help educate you on nutritional information, but also how to connect to a medical profession depending upon your needs. Many dietitians like Ashley have gone into this profession to help others feel better by looking at the diet. And as we know from other episodes, shifting that mindset to make peace with food. Ashley provides a variety of services, but her message is simple helping customers and meeting them where they are at and adding that insight of what they can have and how to keep nutrition easy and fun. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.